0: Hi, I'm Keith McGuffey and I'm a web specialist with INR Media. I'm going to be talking today about managing calendars in the UNL event system. Uh, for this video, I'm going to be talking specifically about calendars. If you need help posting events to the event system, um, we have a separate video for that on Media Hub under the Nebraska Extension County website's Media Hub page. And that's just called Extension Resources UNL Events. Um, I'm going to post a link to this video in the description of the video that I'm currently recording. Uh, So if you need help specifically with the events, refer to this video. Um, The video I'm recording right now is specifically for managing calendars. So I'm here at events.unl.edu. And to manage a calendar, it's in the same place as managing events. So we'll click on this manage events link. In here we have some instructions on how to get started with the event system. Um, Off in the Toolbar, we can see some tools that include adding a new calendar, and below that, we can see the calendars that you're already subscribed to. So, I'm going to go ahead and say new calendar to create a new calendar. Here, I can give the calendar a name, Let's say Keith's Test Calendar. The short name is what will appear in the URL for the calendar that you're creating. I'll say Keith Test. You can choose a default time zone with this drop down, and include a website. Uh, the event release preference, when you create an event, you can either publish it immediately, which is the immediate option, or send it to pending, which is a, uh, kind of a staging area for events before they go live on the, on the event calendar. So I'll say immediate. This email lists. Um, I, I checked with Jeff Sturick, who is the developer for UNL events. And he said, He's, he doesn't believe this is actually used for anything right now, that it might be some, uh, a legacy field, something that was maybe used for feedback. Um, so I wouldn't, wouldn't rely on this to send emails to anybody. Uh, but I will check this allow event recommendations within this account because that will allow you to share events between calendars. Okay. So I have all my fields filled out. I'll say create calendar. Okay. So we can see here, Keith's test calendar is being created. I'm actively looking at Keith's test calendar. And up here in the URL, there's that Keith test short name. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and just create a event real quick. And again, uh, if you need help posting events, uh, refer to that other video, let's see. OK, so remember, I, I set my calendar to automatically put events in the upcoming tab, and that means it's on the live calendar and on the on the sidebar here under Keith's test calendar, I can see the live calendar and see that on September 19th, there's that test event I created. We go back. OK, so I have my test calendar with my test event. Now, I am an admin on several calendars. You can see down here under your calendars. I have a few different available to me. Since I have an event on my calendar, I can use this actions drop down, and here I can move this event back to the pending tab. So it's not on the live calendar. I can also delete the event here. The other option is to recommend this event. And with this option, I can include this event on other calendars. So just for the sake of example, I'm gonna put this on the Herbie County extension and I'm gonna make it live right away under the approved. I could also put it in pending so that someone else who manages that calendar can review and approve at a later date. But for right now, I'll just, I'll just put it approved automatically. So I'll submit that. Okay, I'm still looking at Keith's test calendar, the one I made, and there's that test event. Now, if I could go to the Herbie County extension calendar I can see under upcoming, there's that same event that I just created on my other calendar. So it's live on both calendars right now. I can I can look at the live calendar for Herbie County Extension. There's that test event. And same on the test calendar I made. If I look at the live calendar, there's that test event. Now, if, if I'm on, the Herbie County Extension calendar and I want to remove this test event from the live Herbie County Extension events calendar. I can move it back to pending or I can delete it. If I delete an event that's not on the calendar where the event was created, it will still show on the calendar where it was created. So I deleted that event from Herbie County Extension. But if I go back to my test calendar, that event still exists. Let me recommend this back to Herbie County extension. So now it's in both places, right? It's on Herbie County, and it's on my test calendar. Now if I delete it from my test calendar, Because it was made on the test calendar, it will delete it from anywhere it's been recommended. So if we go back to Herbie, you'll notice it's not available there anymore. So that's how to share between calendars you manage. Now, if there's events you would like to share from calendars you don't manage, there's a couple of options. One is, let me get back to my test calendar here. We can go to users and permissions and add the person from the calendar that we want to pull events from to our calendar and have them push events to our calendar. Another option is subscriptions. so with subscriptions, we can pull events from other calendars to our calendar. So I'm gonna add a subscription This title is just for me. Uh, I don't don't believe anyone sees the the title of your subscription except for people that work on the the calendar. So I'll say test subscription. And I can choose from all the calendars within the event system, which one I want to pull from. So I'm gonna pull from, let's go to student affairs. Student affairs and see there's there's a long name and there's that short name that's up in the URL. So if there's two that have similar names, look for that short your short name URL. Okay, this will pull any upcoming events from the student affairs calendar. And I can say either pull those events into my pending area or make them live right away without without me needing to review. For this I'm gonna just say put them in the pending area. And I'll say add subscription. OK. Let's go back now to manage calendar. We can see. We have a pending event. It's family weekend. and We know this is a subscription event because it says preview. Right. If I try to edit this. I don't actually have any ability to edit any of the content because this is not my event. It's not an event from a calendar. I'm I'm an admin of. Go back. All right, like like other pending events that I've, I can create, I can put this to the upcoming and it will now be live on the live calendar. There we go. Now, if I delete this from my calendar, Again, because because I don't own this event and it wasn't made on my test calendars calendar, uh, deleting this will just delete it from my page, my calendar, not student affairs calendar. So don't don't worry about messing up someone's someone else's calendar with uh, subscriptions. Okay, let me go to a calendar with some previous events. Okay, so I'm looking at uAds calendar now. I can see we have a few upcoming events here. And again, I can recommend these to other calendars that I'm a, a, an admin of. I can delete them individually or move them to pending. I can also, if I wanna take every event here and move them to pending, I can do it all in one bulk action or delete them all in the same manner. Now the past tab shows events that have happened already. And if you can see, I I have 33, you might have well over that. And if you want to clean those up, get rid of those, you can use this clean up old events option. And this will permanently delete any past events from your calendar. You can set that by year too. If you only want to go back one year or all the way to 10 years. And finally, let me go back to my test calendar. If, if I wanted to change the name of my calendar or the, the URL associated with it, all of that is under the Edit Calendar Info option. So here, this, this looks similar to the, the setup for the calendar that we did earlier. And on this as well, you can also clear up your calendar events. Manage Calendar then brings you to where you can create new events. Live Calendar shows you what a user will see of your calendar. Users and permissions allows you to add users. To do this, you just look up their username in this dropdown and then give them the permissions you would like them to have. If they can edit the entire calendar or just events individually. And like this says, uh, the person needs to have already logged into the events manager prior to them showing up in this drop-down menu. Okay, so I've made a test calendar and run some tests. Now I want to get rid of it. I'm going to go to Edit Calendar Info. I'll just delete this calendar. There we go. We can see I'm back to my individual event publisher. All right, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, drop me a line, Keith McGuffey. My email is k.mcguffey2 at unl.edu. Thank you.